Joining me now for this bonus episode of Locked On Gators is John Garcia, Sports Illustrated's Director of Football Recruiting, Locked On's Recruiting Insider. And before we get into it, I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. And John, it's here. The day that we didn't know was happening until about two weeks ago, but we've been talking about it since you joined us with Locked On. We've been talking about this. Commitment Day is finally here. Cormani McLean. It's down to the Florida Gators, Miami Hurricanes, Miami Hurricanes, and Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> How should Florida Gators fans feel about their chances? Well, they certainly should feel like if he's staying in his home state, he will be a Gator over a hurricane. And I think that's why you threw the air quotes there for those of you listening and not watching. Um, but look, this is this is the 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 final countdown here, right? This is a Florida Bama battle. We've talked about that since the summer. I feel like there was he took the official Miami in I believe June, so there was a little buzz there. And then he was going to set up an official to Georgia, so that was going to be the other team in the mix again in the summer. We heard a lot about it, but boom, once the season started, it really has been centered on the Florida Gators and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Florida got him on campus the most in the offseason. They have got him on campus, I believe, multiple times during the season thus far. He had the Bama OV scheduled, and then it got canceled. So that was really the point at that moment where you felt like, okay, and we talked about it at length here, if he's going to do something soon following this cancellation, it screams orange and blue. And sure enough, the commitment date was set for October 27th. So that's where we are from a timeline perspective at this point. Now, will the Bama OV still be taken? Could there be some contention through signing day? Possibly and possibly. But for today, for October 27th, you've got to feel incredibly good about Florida's chances, right? The visits tell you that. The kid tells you that, right? He talks about home. He talks about representing for his home state. That's Florida over Miami as far as we can tell. The whole Polk County connections, the Lakeland connections, all of those things that are no-brainers for Florida over Miami and by proxy Alabama, you've got to feel really good about going into it. And then, of course, the X factor, right? Corey Raymond, that one-on-one relationship with the number one corner in the country it really cannot be overstated or, or oversold. This is the determining factor for me between Florida and Alabama. No disrespect to Saban, T-Rob, good, good coaches out there. But Corey Raymond, that longstanding reputation and the immediate prioritization of Cormani McLean once he got to UF, I think really helped to push this thing towards Florida and away from Alabama. Again, and, and it also should be noted that, look, even under the Mullen staff, Cormani was going to have Florida in it. I think that was such a benefit to Billy Napier, to Tony, to Raymond, to this group at UF now, because they were going to be a hat on the table and squarely in the mix regardless. But this group, this staff, and Raymond in particular just jumped it up a couple of notches. He didn't have to make all these visits to UF. He's been there a million times. He's so familiar. We know how close Lakeland and Gainesville are in proximity. He didn't have to continue going back but really from the summer from friday night lights on where he took a multi-day visit to uf it really has felt like florida's race to lose and going into the commitment that is how i'm viewing it again signing day the bama ov that is still out there we'll see tbd dot 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 however you want to put it but for the 27th for the verbal commitment you know that night 
I feel like it's Florida's to lose. Yeah, um, I'm going to make it very clear right now that if he commits to Florida, obviously, as always, I'll be going live, but I will not know how to act. I'm just going to be incredibly obnoxious. I'm just going to let everybody know that one right now. But the Florida Gators are currently 22 and a half point underdogs against the Georgia Bulldogs this Saturday. Bet online, you will be hearing from me. Bet online is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. And I'm not telling you what to do. What I am going to say is that this year, Florida, when they're underdogs, have covered the spread every time. Also interesting, Florida, when they're favorites, have never covered the spread this year. Keep that in mind when when you do whatever it is that you're going to do. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. So I sweat a lot. We know this. I say this all the time. I'm gross. I get it. And it's really perfect for me because I live in a very humid place, if you don't know. So it's really fun that it's like I'm naturally gross and I live in a naturally humid place and I'm just naturally disgusting. My favorite. Luckily for me, though, there's sweat block and sweat block was created by a doctor to help with his own excessive sweating. It's doctor created, doctor recommended. And if you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try sweat block. You could save 20% with the promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. It's also available on Amazon. We've talked extensively about Cormani McLean's recruitment, when he's going to commit, if he's going to commit, if he's going to wait till signing day, all that stuff, ad nauseum. But now it's here and something that we haven't talked about. I mean, I think we talked about it like the first time we talked about Cormani and haven't since. And obviously a season has happened since then. <laughs> what kind of player is Cormani McLean? Yeah, it's funny that the number two player in, in America, the number one defensive player, number one corner, number one player in Florida, we, we don't talk about that. Uh, it, it's kind of amazing on how recruiting has gotten as a conversation piece to where that's just not even talked about. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about it, right? Six foot one, 175 pounds or so, that that latter number will be tweaked and, and, and added upon here going forward. But there's just something special about Cormani McLean when the football is in the air. He was a receiver earlier in his high school career at Lake Gibson, made the move to cornerback uh, in 2020, the COVID year, and really hasn't looked back. Still plays receiver, still very good on that side of the ball. But, man, the defensive prowess, the ability to go get the football is really, you know, Cormani McLean's deal. And that is what that position has become. It's not Darrell Revis, short, stocky, hips, locking down receivers, zero catches. It is getting your hands on the football, turning the football over. And McLean has, to his name, more than 20 interceptions since that COVID season began. And again, Polk County competition, very good competition at Lake Gibson. And of course, now this year at Lakeland High School, they just they just beat another undefeated team uh, in week seven in Clearwater Academy and just destroyed them, 44 to six. So this is a dominant player on a dominant team and it's been tangible. Uh, the numbers are there. Um, we saw him go against Jakeem Jackson earlier this year, win a couple 50-50 balls. So another great, um, you know, big defensive back. You know, McLean is able to, to beat him head-to-head. This is a guy who has great length, 
great ball skills, and enough speed and explosiveness to contend with all of those catches. And I think that is where he's different. Uh, we talk about, look, it's 2022, right? We talk about modern offenses. What do you see on Saturdays and especially Sundays, right? These players are contested making catches. This is not, you know, hey, this guy's wide open running away from everyone. These are contested back shoulder, 50-50 balls, up for grabs, one-handed Odell Beckham, whatever you want to call it, kind of catches. So you need defensive backs who can combat exactly that. So what you need is length, instincts, some physicality, which doesn't get talked about enough with Cormani McLean, and obviously the ball skills to secure and win those battles. And 20-plus interceptions in, what, two and a half seasons. So almost almost a pick per game here on the Cormani McLean average. I mean, it's absurd to think about because you know, Brandon, you know these teams aren't throwing his way. Maybe, maybe in the COVID year, maybe a little bit in 2021. This year, ain't no way you're throwing his way. Although Lakeland's got great DBs everywhere, he's the guy. He's the apex. So it's really amazing that he's been able to be so productive tangibly from a turnover and takeaway standpoint, despite being the, I would say, I, I haven't looked, but the unanimous number one corner in the country, certainly for us at, at SI as well. So the numbers are there. He's forcing his hand. And that's with minimal cornerback experience. That's the part that makes him so intriguing. Sure, you could look at him and say, oh, yeah, he looks like Sauce Gardner, um, but he's playing the football. You see these great interceptions. All that stuff is great. But when you realize this is a receiver converted over who still is years and miles away from his peak as a football player, that's when you start to really get excited because uh, because he's, he's going to fill out and be a little bit bigger. He's going to be a little bit more technically sound when he gets to the next level, which is why the DB coach uh, and Corey Raymond in this case is so important here, right? He knows he needs to work. He knows he needs to make uh, improvements from a technical standpoint. So he wants to go to a coach that is going to be known for doing as much, which is why it's been a Corey Raymond, Saban, T-Rob kind of battle for the last six months, because those are the guys that are known to do that. Um, and you look at Raymond's track record with bigger, longer corners, Corey Raymond. I mean, Cardell Flott was a guy who was a receiver coming out, made the same kind of transition as McLean. Didn't get a lot of fanfare, but great at LSU in the NFL now. Uh, so for every Derek Stingley, there's a couple other guys that are long uh, that can do these things that weren't known to be that coming out of, of high school or even college in, in, in certain cases, right? So uh, I think all of that really aligns well for Florida with McLean, and, and that's why he's so intriguing because the floor is elite and the ceiling is elite simultaneously with this kid, and that's just not something we talk about much in the recruiting game. It's usually one or the other, right? Well, hey, we know this kid is going to go in and be rock solid, and if he gets a little bit better, cool, that's a bonus. So with McLean, you feel like that's true, but you also feel like, man, he's got so much room to improve, and that's why he's uh, the unanimous number one corner in the country, uh, the most intriguing recruitment, top uncommitted prospect left in the country. Those are the reasons why, because he possesses all of those modern traits with the desire to get bigger and more technical on top of that, which, which will make him in three or four years Another one of these corners we talk about at, at the very top of the draft. I mean, look at Sauce Gardner. Look at Derek Stingley. Look at these corners. Kyrie Elam, hello. Look at these corners that go early in the draft, right? Six foot or better, long ball skills. 
with a touch of physicality. And McLean's most underrated element is that physicality. Uh, I think at 175, you, you would assume, oh, finesse corner. You think a little more Deion Sanders business decisions. No, this is a kid who's willing to to bring the lumber. Uh, he, he's had some viral hits the last couple of years uh, on Friday nights uh, when he does see some of that limited action. Uh, so you imagine with more power, weight, and explosiveness, that's going to be an increased uh, part of his game as well. And it just it doesn't just translate on the in the run game. It's going to help you at the line of scrimmage, right? If if you're covering a bigger, more physical wide receiver, or even a smaller, twitchier slot type. It's going to help you reroute. It's going to help you get in position and be that much more equipped to play in zone coverage, which every great defense is is asking their secondary to do because these offenses are so wide open and so um, you know wide receiver heavy. So there's a lot of modern traits uh, that that are worth highlighting and others that don't get highlighted enough with Cormine McLean. So as you can tell, overwhelmingly strong case uh, to to be the top overall prospect in the country and certainly the top defensive prospect. Yeah, I'm sure that's a, a breath of fresh air for Florida Gators fans, especially when they've spent this entire season yelling about how their corners won't get physical enough at the line of scrimmage playing off and and all this stuff. So I'm sure they're just like, oh, thank goodness. Cor- Cormani is the saving grace for the Florida Gators fans right now. So he's committing later today, hopefully going to be a Florida Gator. Thank you so much, John. This was John Garcia from Sports Illustrated, the director of football recruiting and Locked On Recruiting Insider. Thanks for having me.